Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. Today, we'll be diving into the cosmic guidance from the stars, celebrities, and entertainment lifestyle. Thanks for joining us, and let's see what the universe has in store. Hello, and welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We have an excellent show planned today. We're going to be diving into some cosmic guidance from the stars. We have actually a new season beginning this week as well as a powerful full moon. And we are going to be talking with the wonderful, beautiful, and talented Lauren White. We are going to also talk about some things like Coachella, which is happening right now and this coming weekend, as well as some hot news with Sam Davidson. So I am Kyle Thomas. I'm a pop culture astrologer, and I'm going to pass it along to my incredibly talented co-hosts. My name is Aaron LaFaro. I'm an astro coach. That's astrology and life coaching together. Um, I'm also an artist, and I'm here to talk about some astrology today. Hey guys, I am Sam Davidson, and I am an entertainment news journalist, a Hollywood pop culture fanatic. I know everything that is going on in Hollywood, the good, the bad, the ugly, and with this show, we're going to be talking about all of that and how it relates to the stars, but we have our incredible guest, Lauren White. Hello! Hello! Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. We met you, Kyle and I did, at the uh, Haunting of Hill House after party, right? And had such a good time. Oh my god, it was such a blast. <laughs> We had like the craziest, most magical night and yes. we made great friends, but Lauren also is an amazing actress here in Hollywood. She's been on Parks and Rec. She has a new indie film coming out called Portal. She's also an animal rescue, like lover, volunteer, all of that. And we're just really excited to talk to you because you've been in this business. You've been hustling, bustling, working your butt off and it's finally starting to pay off, which is a beautiful thing to see. And I am super excited to be here. I can't wait to find out what my stars hold and, you know, have you guys tell me how to succeed. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, we're going to get to all of that and especially all the stuff about your career. But before we get there, we, of course, are going to be talking about the astrological forecast for the week. Yes. So obviously the, the planets are always moving around us and they affect our lives in different ways by creating patterns and rhythms for all of us. Right now, we have two major things that are going to, begin, going to be happening towards the end of this week that Aaron and I would love to talk about. The first thing that I think we should address is the full moon in Libra on the 19th. So what, what, what does that feel? What are we, what are we thinking about that? Uh, so this, it's the second full moon in Libra this season, which is very rare to have two full moons in the same sign in the same year. Uh, it's the very last degree, just hours after the full moon, the sun and the earth change signs, and the Taurus season begins. The moon will also change signs into Scorpio, and we'll continue to feel this need to balance parts of our lives between the two, the two energies that totally. we're experiencing. Totally. One thing that uh, collectively we all have been focusing upon is because Libra rules partnerships. So whether that's, you know, romantic partnerships, business partnerships, any important, you know, relationship that is a mirror to us, we have been collectively addressing and, and kind of, you know, seeing, you know, the balance, you know, as, as Aaron was saying about, you know, how, how strong are these relationships and, and how do we want to either grow with them or, or evolve, you know, and, and some relationships will actually end because karmically they're not serving our higher purpose. So, you know, if that does happen to you this, this week, you know, don't 
don't be afraid because you're actually being redirected to, to more fulfilling and better relationships. More in alignment with your path. Exactly. I have a question. So I'm a Libra. Mm-hmm. And when you say, oh, there's this moon in Libra, blah, 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 does that like have any effect on the actual sign of oh, the person? 100%. It's, mm-hmm. It focuses more on you than, than elsewhere. So everyone's going to feel it. Everyone's going to have it somewhere in their chart. But if it's your sign, it's literally all eyes on you. Mm-hmm. You're on the focus. You had another one. How, how are you at the, la- the last full moon in Libra the very first day back in on March 20th? It was probably a hot mess. Well, I mean, actually, you know, I do remember this before because we were talking about it is so, you know, you've had a lot of significant transformations and and culminations that that have been happening in your life. And yeah, you know, and so that's, you know, you are going, you're, you're, you're moving forward faster and changing into this next stage of your life because the things that came before with it being a full moon that that creates an ending, a closure and, and allows you to, you know, move forward to the next level and begin new journeys. Yeah. And and again the 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 probability and the, the karmicness behind mm-hmm. having two full moons. The first one was the very first degree of Libra and this one the very last degree, the very first day and the very last day of Aries season. It's it's like a it's like a bookend. Mm-hmm. Like we something major, new beginning shift and then now mm-hmm. major ending kind of shift into the new um, the season when it starts on, on Saturday. Well, very exciting. I'm just very happy that the uh, shadow of Mercury retrograde is about to be over. Yeah. Aren't we oh, all? Dear. Yes. Yeah. Finally put that one behind us. Right? Oh, that was a mess. Um, this was the first time officially that I had technical, like major technical difficulties. What happened? Um, emails weren't being sent. Oh, God. Like, you had to would, do that because we were trying to get in touch. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, it yeah. was showing on my Gmail that it was sent, and then I'd open another window, and it was just not a draft. It wasn't sent. Yeah. I was like, what is happening here? Yeah. I've never had, you know, people, I've heard about Mercury, Mercury and re- Retrograde, and I was like, oh, okay, I get it, but I didn't feel it. Everyone secretly makes fun of those people. Yeah, I mean I wasn't but I was like, oh okay, maybe it's affecting you but I don't I don't relate and then, yeah, I had like meltdown this time. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This one was a really tough one. Got some more believers from this one. Totally, yes. totally. Um, so yeah, also uh, one thing that I think we should address is Taurus season. So we have been you know, in Aries season, we, we currently are right now and Aries energy is fiery the, the beginning you know it's 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 leadership energy and it allows us to initiate new beginnings new plans new relationships and and really create that spark however with taurus season beginning on the 20th i i, I am a taurus and i'm so excited about it because it allows us to take those initial plans put those seeds into action and and build the the, the abundance and harvest that we want so you know another thing we were talking about this the other day so tell us about all of the amazing manifestation that we're going to be having with Taurus season. So again, having Mercury leave shadow, we'll see uh, the tangibility of everything we've been working on internally, internally mm-hmm. within the retrograde um, this week. With Taurus season, Tor- it's it's our planet, it's Earth, it's it's Mother Nature. Uh, we're gonna celebrate. We're gonna we're gonna we know it's the best. It's about it's a time to focus on our self worth and what we truly value and and to and to grasp grasp that and, and go forward with it and, and enjoy too. Fixed seasons are always enjoyable because fixed, fixed signs just want to mm-hmm. hang out and, and chill and they know what's right and what, what they want and it's about what you know you truly value. Totally, totally. And one thing that I you know really do love about Taurus energy is that it's ruled by Venus. So we have this ability to take pleasure within our lives, create art, make love, you know, 
build beauty in our li- in our lives, and, and that's very important to me because I, you know, I am I am that energy. You know, I want to, you know, indulge in my body and indulge in my heart and and share that abundance and beauty with everyone that's around me because I'm very blessed to, you know, have the ability to do that. And I, I just love making people happy. So I thought you were about to say, I just love making love. And I was going to be like, Kyle, well, I mean, it's true. <laughs> but it's been so long. Yeah, it's a time to celebrate. Different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is a dry spell up in this bitch. So. <laughs> I love it. Well, do we have anything else coming up? Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably, you know... A good flow for after the craziness of of Aries season, it's going to be a time for us to to calm down a bit. Pluto and Saturn are going to retrograde mm-hmm. in Taurus season. It's a time to celebrate, like Kyle said, time to celebrate your body. Our planet Earth is another planet that rules Taurus. Mm-hmm. Mother Nature celebrated Earth Day is in Taurus season. Four twenty mm-hmm. is in Taurus season. Times to enjoy, relax, and enjoy the height of spring. Perfect, perfect. Great, so we are going to jump on to our next segment, which is going to dive into the depths of Hollywood. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astro Kiki Radio. We are going to be talking about my personal favorite segment, which is about celebrities, pop culture, all of the big stories of the week, and what's really going on in these people's charts, and if it makes sense as to the crazy, interesting decisions and things that are happening um, to these people. So my first story, Kim Kardashian, reality TV star, socialite, entertainment mogul, activist. She literally does so many things, but something that we never expected from Kim is to want to become a lawyer. So she has officially released a statement saying that she is going to be taking a four-year apprenticeship with um, these really huge lawyers, I'm assuming, to study to take the bar in 2022. And actually, California is one of four states that doesn't make you go to law school to take the bar. Interesting. And, you know, let's not forget that her father was um, the late Robert Kardashian, who, of course, was on the O.J. Simpson trial and really helped kind of get him off. So it's kind of in her blood. It's not that um, crazy. Kim is also a Libra. So I'm trying to figure out from you guys, is this something that's really coming out of left field or does it make sense? I think it's a natural progression for her. Um, She's a Sagittarius rising. Mm -hmm. Sagittarius and Jupiter rule the law. She's a Libra sun, like you said, fair and just. She's a Pisces moon. She's compassionate. Her father was also a Pisces. Um, uh, what's happening right now, Jupiter just retrograded in her first house, which is a great time to go back to school, to, uh, get that higher education, to put the investment into yourself. Um, what else has happened? She, Mercury just retrograded over her natal moon, Mm -hmm. which could, in her, in her career, in a, in her home sector. So she probably was thinking about her father a lot, um, because it's due to that connection. She has the sun and Saturn naturally in the 12th house, of, of, uh, or in her, in her 10th house of reputation. And she has her Jupiter and Venus Nataline Virgo um, in, her, in her ninth house, which is also that higher education energy. So and, and with Jupiter in a hard angle to her natal Jupiter, she, it's sparking up a new interest of, of, of her direction. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I love all of that. I wanted to also highlight the fact, so with Jupiter being in 
her her first house of identity, she's changing her identity now. And she's actually in the luckiest transit for 12 years for her. So, you know, this, this evolution and growth that's happening to her is going to actually really enhance her life and her family and everything going forward. The other thing that I want to actually make a big uh, note about is that we just had a new moon in her house of partnerships on the 5th. So all of this, this connection with her finding mentors and it, the thing about when in this area of your chart, it also has a connection with your relation to the public. And so that is one of the things. It's, it's, it's not the same kind of thing as like a career achievement and fame. It's, it's how you communicate with yeah. the public. So with that energy being here, when she's announced it, it makes a lot of sense looking at all of that together. Lauren, as an actress and someone that's been in Hollywood for some time, I mean... I personally, not a big Kardashian fan. I, I don't love what they have kind of done to Hollywood and so many different things. But what are your feelings about this particular story? Are you like, ugh, what BS? Or do you think this is possibly an interesting, positive way that she could kind of take her life and career? I have to agree with you that I'm not, I don't have anything against them, but mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily on board with that. Um, but... That being said, if she really is looking to help people and use her fame for, I don't want to say a good cause because it's yeah. still a for-profit, but, you know, depending, I, did she actually say what type of law she wanted to well, practice? She, I don't think she's officially said it, but we do know that she's randomly been involved in politics the past couple of years. She went to the White House to get that woman yeah. out of jail. Uh, that mm -hmm. was for, like, a small drug crime. She's also got helped someone and, like, paid five years of their rent when they got out because they couldn't afford it. And, I mean, yeah, seeing her go to the White House and, like, sit down with Donald Trump in Instagram posts was a bit absurd. And it made, yeah, made me yeah, yeah, not take her too Air seriously. Signs. I know. I'm like, well, watch what you say about Kim because I might not like her, but we're the same sign. <laughs> and, and, and Donald is a, a Gemini as well. Oh, oh. sign. Well, yeah, we, we have a lot of those in the house tonight. So, overall, we're thinking yeah. positive. Yep. Yeah. Positive. Jupiter Absolutely. goes direct, directly on her ascendant, and the full moon this Friday is exactly on her sun. Well, because literally, I, I was looking at that. Yeah, so <clears throat> Jupiter, her ascendant is 13 degrees. And it goes direct at 14. Jupiter's, yeah, going to go back. And her sun's at 28 degrees, and the full moon's at 29. So it's very, yeah. she's very highlighted right now. And for the next few months, until Jupiter goes direct and leaves shadow mm -hmm. at the end of the, at the end, in, in November, mm -hmm. it's complete time for her to overhaul her identity and, and what she truly wants to put herself out into the world. Well, hey, if it's something positive that makes people more, you know, exactly. see them in a positive light, I'm totally down and happy with it. Our next story is something that has been a huge part of the news um, the past couple of months. It's Jussie Smollett. If you guys don't know what's going on, I'm going to clue you in very quickly. Basically, at the end of January, Jussie was allegedly attacked in Chicago at night as he was walking down the street by two men that he said threw homophobic slurs at him, um, racist, they poured like bleach on him and tied a noose around his neck. It was horrific and all of the public was just felt so terrible for him. They also claimed that they were white. Yes. Which is now... They insane. were definitely not. So while all of this horrendous... Um, there were a lot of holes in his story. So these two men actually, I think one of them was an extra on Empire. 
Um, they were both personal trainers. There was a check written from Jesse to these two men, which he claimed was for um, personal, um, what's I'm gonna say, services. personal workout services, uh, personal training services. <laughs> and but they got re- like they were arrested, and then they were released really quickly because they were totally ready to cooperate with the police. Because also Jesse had gotten letter and a letter on the Empire set threatening him, and so they like got the you know postal service involved, and apparently Jesse, what they're saying, sent this to himself. Um, very bad. He was arrested and released on bail and all of that, and things were really really not looking good for him. But next thing you know, they go into court, and I think this is let's see March, and it's. It's fine. They released all the charges, nothing against him. Um, And there were certain people on the case that quit, that left. It was like very convoluted. So something was going on that was weird and dark behind closed doors. And it seemed that he was off scot-free. But then just this past week, the city of Chicago is suing him. They are, even though he's not being criminally charged, they want $130,000 for all of the time, resources, money that they spent helping him and trying to tackle this case. So I know we have talked off air about Jesse before, but of course, let's repeat this for our audience of what was going on with him, what's going on with him now, and what do you see kind of in the future, how this is going to play out. Well, looking at his chart, he has so much Gemini. He's triple Gemini. So much. It's so crazy, you know, and it's like Gemini energy is very, you know, like every, every, you know, sign has a higher vibration and a a darker one. And he's resonating in a darker place of duplicity and, Illusion and and all of that and the Mercury retrograde was exactly square his sun and moon and yes. direct exactly square his ascendant from yeah. his tenth house of career in, reputation exactly. and standing in the world he destroyed himself through that yeah. and Pisces is also very deceptive energy exactly you know and it's I just I, it's funny because when I was looking at his chart today I was just like you did it to yourself and and, and you know yeah. So did he essentially, in a way, have a choice? Like, this didn't have to turn out this I'm way? Sure. He didn't have to do it. He's, right. He's also... <laughs> not too. Fair. Right? Oh, he's also having his nodal return, so all the eclipses are in his... Uh, so you're in the nodes are the direction of life you're going, and so the eclipses mm-hmm. for the next year and a half are in Cancer and Capricorn. He's a north node in Cancer, so he's reviewing his life. He's He's... Things are shifting every six months dramatically yeah. for people, especially with that polarity highlighted highly, but just in general for everyone. Totally. Well, also, you know, looking at his chart, so I, I actually looked at the exact dates that you brought up here. Mm-hmm. So his his fame and honor and his career are, are ruled partially by Aquarius and Pisces. On January 29th, the, t- the Sun and Mercury were in Aquarius, which is his career. And then, again, on the 20th and the 21st, when he turned himself in, Mm -hmm. uh, that was the day that Mercury was entering shadow. And Mercury was conjunct Neptune, which is a place of blurring facts, illusions, and deception. Wow. And Mercury also went direct. Is that crazy? Is that crazy? I mean, I still, like, I've interviewed him on the red carpet before. I have always been Mm -hmm. such a big fan of his. And... I, it took, when people were first saying that he lied, all of this, I was saying this absolutely horrific thing to say about him. How dare everyone, but then when the facts, you know, and for someone to turn themselves in like that, 
I just, you know, right now he's on a beach vacation with his family, actually, somewhere. Um, I mean, yeah, he, he's been through a rough time. but And it's also been a very touchy subject for people to talk about in Hollywood because people are kind of afraid to touch it because mm-hmm. they don't know exactly the truth and these are really powerful people involved. And there's a lot of hot-button issues. You've got race, sexual mm-hmm. orientation. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's hate crimes. The yeah. irony is that Gemini rules facts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, oh, wait, it's a lot of shifting and a lot of illusion. And, and again, so the date Kyle said when, when he turned himself mm-hmm. in, Mercury went direct back with Neptune. Yeah. And the probability of that happening at all is very slim. So a lot of just... And, and Neptune also rules the media. So there's a lot yeah. of... And Hollywood's. And Hollywood, and Hollywood, yeah. and the silver screen, anything on, on, yeah. on TV. So. It's like a perfect storm. I, yeah, well, and that's the thing is it's like, you know, uh, with us, you know, teaching people about astrology and looking at, you know, the things that are happening, you have, you always have the ability to, you know, have direct, yeah, direct your <laughs> life. However, there are certain things like eclipses that are like these tent poles that are going to happen no matter what. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I, I kind of look at it in the sense of, like, you know, between between eclipses, we have the ability to kind of create our path. But when that eclipse hits, it's going to redirect you. So, like, you know, with you, it's going to rule money. You're going to have an eclipse in, in your finance or financial Financial's sector. And, yeah, so, be, like, that's going to happen. For me, it's communication and the media. Mm. So, like, you know, it's, it's all of these different kinds of things. And for you, it's your career. Yes. Yes, you're talking to me, pointing at me. <laughs> what do you guys see as far as what's coming up in his chart? Are things calming down? Are they going to continue to get well, worse? With, with Jupiter, I don't know how they could. With Jupiter not retrograde in his uh, house, we're going to be reviewing relationships, business agreements, anything sort of. You know. He's probably going to get, you know, like a different representation. His representation is going to shift. They may drop him um, because it's going backwards now. Empire already, I, I stopped watching a couple of years ago, but I know that they wrote him out of at least the last episode of is this a, season. Is, oh, it, but it's, it's been renewed though, right? Yes, but I also think, and what I've kind of heard, is that this could be the end of Empire. Some scandals oh make people want to tune into something wow. more. But this one did not have that effect. Mm-hmm. After all this happened, the ratings dropped for Empire tremendously. So he could have ruined this for his entire cast, who loved him. Wow. Or I don't I'm, I still love him. You know, I don't know. But I think that he's either not going to be back on the show or the show will maybe have like a half season order or something. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm i not sure because I don't know if they were officially picked up or not. But I do know that this season, well, they've written the last episode. So I guess we'll kind of see where that goes, but things don't seem like smooth sailing. There's just going to be a lot of reassessment for Jesse, is what it sounds like. Yeah. And yeah. collateral damage. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. It is, because... Well, it- and so Jupiter is going to be going into his eighth house. So, and that's, that's like, there's enemies that are there. Oh, also, with the seventh house, that does... Rep- <laughs> that rules open, open enemies. enemies. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, like, I mean, he just is... Because what, yeah, what's happening yeah. with the two people that were the two personal trainers? What's going on with them? I mean, they've cooperated with police, and now people are saying, well, aren't they going to fight back now that Jesse is off scot-free? 
But they essentially are like, we want nothing to do with this story anymore. We're just going to back off. But it's very odd. Like, our justice system is so messed up because there needs to be somebody blamed for this crime, whether it was a fake crime or a real crime. Because if it was a fake crime, that's still a crime. Yeah. Yeah. But it just... just ruined it for how many... If if Mm -hmm. he did fake this how many victims are now not going to be shamed or not yeah yeah well and it's like i mean especially you know with the hot topics of you know his sexual orientation and race and all of that like it just boggles my mind yeah it just it just boggles my mind it's like you know with us being in the trump era you know feeding you know all of this kind of you know hate is just something that it's it's 2020 is gonna be a good year though yeah yeah it's just it's just it's really Yes, and I I don't by any means think if he did he definitely did something. It's he's there's and everyone knows that he's not completely innocent with this. No, there's no way he turned himself in. But the Andy let the city keep his bail money, which yeah. If you're totally innocent and your record's not sealed, wouldn't you get your money back? Yeah, but you know now his lawyer is saying that we're not going to pay you guys more money. How dare you? We want a public apology for Jesse. And the city of Chicago is, hell no. We are absolutely not doing that. And you're going to pay us for what you put us through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, As you should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely really like interesting. Second, and second eighth house action. Yeah. 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 And regardless, I there's no way that anything is justified in doing something like this, but is it possible that in Jussie's probably very angry self, you know, they're hurt, hurt their anger that he thought doing this would help or did he, was it self-serving? Mars is in his sign right now. So he's very angry. Yeah. In his first house oh, and approaching his sun and moon. So he's only going to get angrier before. It's and we wouldn't like him when he's angry. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm like six personalities right there. That's really scary, actually. Um, I'm sure we will have more stories about this coming up. Uh, but let us know what you guys think. Everyone, of course, has an opinion about this because it's probably one of the craziest things that's literally happened in the last decade in Hollywood. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Truth is stranger than fiction. <laughs> really is. So. On a bit of a lighter side, we are in Coachella season, everybody. I've never been, um, don't really, you know, I don't like crowds, but people love Coachella. It's a very exciting thing for everyone. It was just this last weekend in Indio, California, which is right around Palm Springs, Palm Desert. All the celebrities flock there. They perform, and some of the people we're going to be talking about as far as the performances, and they are performing both weekends, is Ariana Grande, first and foremost. She just had an absolutely epic performance with Sync. I believe it was yesterday they mm-hmm. they performed. So, Kyle, tell us a little bit about what was going on with all of that. Well, so basically, you know, I was I was hired by some publications to do a very specific forecast for all of these top stars. So I had to look into all of their charts specifically. It did, but um, it's it's really interesting to kind of see how these planets are are affecting them. The one thing across the board, I did about fifteen of them, I believe. We're not going to go through all of them, but. Every single one of them has an area of their chart that's lit up in flame right now. Of course. And it's, it's crazy. And that's why I was just like, oh my God. It's just like the more I research and look into it, it just really boggles my mind. So uh, the first person we're going to talk about here is Ariana. So with chart topping hits, thank you, next seven rings and break up with your girlfriend, Ariana's ascent just won't be stopped. 
Her impact on pop culture has been practically imperial, and catchy songs and sassy personality just add to the package. Ariana is a Cancer with a Capricorn rising. This means that the sun will be dancing through her fame sector the first weekend, all, all the time right now, giving her an immense amount of extra star power. A full moon also falls in yet another fame region for her on the 19th, which is coming up, spilling an immense illumination on her throughout the second weekend, too. Ooh. Yeah, right? She's also a Libra moon. Yeah. So then during the second weekend, uh, expect to see her bringing even more edge to her performances, likely on an adre adrenaline rush from the first weekend. Also, with Venus and Mercury gracing her fame sector, too, she's guaranteed to be announcing some exciting news in the press. Like, there's, I know that's going to happen. So there's going to be something of that nature. Um, so yeah, so if you do have the opportunity to go to Coachella or went already, I am predicting that the second weekend is actually going to be better. The energy. Ooh, yeah. I love that. And next, we are going to talk about Childish Gambino, who people just love. You know, <laughs> everyone loves them, loves well, loves him. So tell us what's going on with those performances. Yeah, absolutely. So Donald Glover's music has been catching the airwaves and building controversy, especially with the, his powerhouse piece, This Is America. A multi-talented artist, an actor, comedian, musician, <clears throat> Donald has a very special glimmer upon him, this Coachella from the stars above. As a Libra sun with a Virgo rising, we will see him radiating as one of the biggest powerhouses at this festival. Throughout both weekends, the sun will be dancing through many public places in his chart, gifting him with more confidence and force when relating to crowds of people. Also, uh, Mars, the planet of passion, will be igniting his career sector the entire month, which means that he's going to burn the house down the entire time. Um, the second weekend, though, is when his power is truly going to be shining. Not only will there be a full moon in his sign, gifting him with a spotlight above the other performers, Mercury, planet of communication, and Venus, planet of grace, will be gliding into his relationship sector. This is going to allow him to be more eloquent, and affect people's heartstrings more. Oh yes, everyone loves him. Yeah, this is a crush on him. <laughs> so yeah. Literally, boys, girls, everybody has a massive crush on him. What are what are your feelings on Donald Glover? I think he's immensely talented. I don't necessarily have a crush on him, but I have immense respect <laughs> for him. Totally. Uh. Yeah. He's done some really, really cool things. And this next artist we are going to be talking about, Janelle Monet, who's really come onto the scene big in the past few years she mm -hmm. has a lot of fans out there so let's talk about her performance and her performances and you know a lot of people know about her but a lot of people still don't that aren't in mainstream pop culture all of that is this going to be a new start for her to kind of open up her horizons but i love that you you even phrase it that way because yes so janelle has been on a, a path of world domination and her immense talent and magnetic voice we all understand why she is, you know, becoming this. Whether she's grooving to yoga or make me feel, her spirit combines with her voice to echo within our souls. As a Sagittarius with a Virgo rising, Janelle's stars are packing a punch at this year's Coachella. During both of her performances, the mighty and fiery sun will be thundering through her creativity sector. This means that not only will she be able to inspire others, she's going to be feeling more artistic and adventurous when she's doing her performances. Whenever this occurs, we can see artists taking chances and living on the edge when it comes to their art. That always happens when this kind of thing is being highlighted. Also, Mars, planet of passion, will be energetically connecting her to both the public and her closest relationships. 
So this bodes well when it comes to syncing with audiences, but also talking about social issues which are closest to her heart. She's very passionate about that. Um, last, with Jupiter, the planet of luck and fortune, gracing her sign the entire month, this is going to be one of the biggest years of Janelle's life. Not only will she be starting new beginnings this year, but Coachella will be one of those launching points to, to even bigger and better things. So expect to watch her global impact literally grow from here. Oh, I love it. I really love her. And I think she just honestly seems like a really kind-hearted, mm -hmm. gentle person. So I can't wait to see her rise. Next, one of my favorites, Zed. I think he is so charming and cute and very talented, even though I'm not a, necessarily a fan of that kind of music, but I love his music and the mm -hmm. collaborations he does. Totally, totally. So for Zed, uh, as a record producer, DJ, multi-instrumentalist, and songwriter, Zed's raw talent has been blasting from speakers worldwide for years. As a titan working alongside mainstream royalty such as Ariana Grande and Selena Gomez, Zed is passionate about making beats that, get, that you can't get out of your head. As a Virgo, he has an attention to detail that no other sign can match. Because of this, he is able to, to, to perfect music in such a way that is practically orgasmic. For Coachella this year, we can expect to see his first weekend packing more of a punch though, because Venus and Mercury will be, will be gracing his sector of important relationships that will allow him to connect with the crowd. Uh, Venus will gift him with a creative edge to get uh, cr the crowd screaming more, while Mercury will be spinning a web of surprises when it comes to his decisions that he's making on the fly. Uh, both weekends though, he will receive firepower from Mars, which will be in his sector of fame the entire month. So clearly the stars are really just smiling upon him the whole time. Yeah, he, he has probably, if you guys don't know who he is, you've probably heard his songs, his beats, like a million times. He's oh, yeah. worked with some of the most famous pop artists there possibly are. Um, lastly, we have Billie Eilish, and I think this is a really fascinating one to do because she's recently really blown up. Spotify has done this entire, essentially, exhibit for her in Los Angeles, and people are just really digging her. So tell us about what's going on with her, Kyle. Yeah. So as a prodigy and pop culture muse, Billie has risen to glory through her sheer brilliance. Blessed with a hint of magic because she is a Sagittarius sun with a Pisces rising, she has a knack for peering into the very depths of the human soul. Her voice echoes hauntingly no matter if she's crying out hits like bury a friend or when the party's over. This year's Coachella will allow her to spread her ethereal wings and cast a spell over all who hear her. With Jupiter in Sagittarius, this will affect her in two ways. She will not only shine like a beacon, but it'll also intrinsically connect her to her sector of fame and expansion. Mars will be giving her an extra strength when it comes to the crowd at both performances, but it'll be especially fascinating to watch how Venus and Mercury affect her style. The first weekend of Coachella, both Venus and Mercury will be gifting her with an immense and hypnotic edge, almost like a sorceress. However, both planets will cross on into her sector of creativity for the second weekend, promising that she will, she will be practically channeling the divine before the crowd. There's something about her that's almost like angelic or like godlike, and she knows it, and she's just <laughs> she's just rocking it. So. Well, she, I, she's, she's got that witch energy. Yes. Kind of, you know? She's channeling the divine. Mm -hmm. Right? I bet, but like, I, I, yeah, she's just so crazy. All right, well, that wraps it up for Coachella, but we have one other segment that I love, which is my celeb WTF. 
That means, for everyone that doesn't know, this is something that people have always been curious about, confused about within celebrity cultures. A lot of these are celebrity relationships, pairings, love triangles, and especially pairings that don't seem like they necessarily fit. Mine for this week is Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson, and then of course the entrance of Kate Beckinsale into this entire equation. So for those that don't know, let me just give a little bit of a timeline breakdown of everything that went on with Ariana Pete to begin with. So first they met in 2016 when Ariana was on Saturday Night Live, and they were both in relationships at that time. Ariana was with the late Mac Miller, and Pete was with Cassie David, who actually, some people don't know, is the daughter of Larry David of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So she's a very powerful woman as well. And then cut- Can we just give him yeah. props for all of these like really right. amazing <laughs> catches? Yeah, I mean, I just have to <laughs> say, like, so I yeah, I think it must be like big dick pete i just have to say <laughs> i don't know you know I, I i think he's attractive we've thought about i've thought about this with people before but it's weird it's one of those things that you see all these beautiful women attracted to him and it makes him hotter um it's just a natural thing so then cut to two years later may of 2018 ariana announced that she ended her relationship with mac miller and then literally days later ariana and pete were spotted together and next thing you know pete announced his breakup with cassie david then the two, Pete and Ariana, officially announced their relationship towards the end of May of 2018, and they even got matching tattoos right away. Things were moving super fast. They were extremely obsessed with each other. Then June 12th of 2018, they were officially engaged. Like, this happened so fast, it made no sense to anybody. And the months that followed, the two, like, took PDA to a whole new level. It was odd, and everyone was like, this literally is a car that is about to crash you could see it everybody could see it even people that don't deal with astrology or are intuitive you're just like wow that's not gonna end well and then in october they announced their split um after only five months of dating slash being engaged pete went off the deep end for a bit he has had a past with like you know mental health issues depression anxiety suicidal thoughts and he was basically going off saying you know i'm, I'm gonna end it and Meanwhile, Ariana's ex, Mac Miller, died from a drug overdose, and it was extremely tragic, and that, in a way, seemed to kind of be the catalyst to the end of uh, Pete and Ariana's relationship. So they are broken up, and then next thing you know after that, uh, Pete meets the beautiful, stunning, yet 20 years his senior, Kate Beckinsale. She, I mean, she's literally a powerful goddess. I, I've always loved her, but whoa, very random. They went home together at a Golden Globes party in January, and since then they've been spotted packing on the PDA. So my question for you guys is, what was going on between Pete and Ariana astrologically? And is Kate kind of just a flash in the pan? And was Mac really Ariana's soulmate? Like, this is a huge, interesting mess, and I kind mm -hmm. of love it. I mean, Pete has good chemistry with both of them. Astrologically, they're both a great fit for him. Um, in terms of the timing... So what are so what is Pete? What's so, Ariana? So Pete is a Scorpio sun. He is mm -hmm. moon is either in Capricorn or at the very end of Sagittarius. I couldn't find his ascendant. We don't have his birth time. We yeah. don't have Kate, Kate Beckinsale's either. birth yeah. time either. But she's a Leo sun with a Gemini moon. Now Ariana is a Cancer sun, Capricorn rising, Libra moon. Ariana has a Taurus Venus, um, and 
Pete has a Venus in Scorpio, so they're opposites. So we're dealing with polarities, mm -hmm. a yin and yang of each other. And she's a Virgo Mars, which pairs very strongly with, with Scorpio as well. He has a Sagittarius Mars. Um, and she's both of him and her have a Sagittarius North node. So you got you you mentioned the the polarity between their signs. Is that like magnets where yes. they're yes. attracted? Yeah. Yes. So I think the Yin and Yang about two have the same whole. But whole, like. But they, they're drawn they're to cool. each other, even though maybe they don't work. They're also they like do? hard mirrors of each other. So yes. It's like things you put on others that you can't accept. That's also part of yourself. <gasps> Is got that it. similar to uh, like a twin flame? No, no. The twin flame in astrology would be signified by a few other things. But, yeah. Um, Placement specific. Placement specific. Mm -hmm. of, of something mm -hmm. called a vertex as well, mm -hmm. um, which is a calculated point. Um, Come on, Sam, the vertex. I, right. Obviously, you know, <laughs> hopefully you guys are a, a little bit as clueless as, as we are, as me and Lauren are. You know, we have some questions, but it's okay. They're not twin flames. Well, they, they could they could be. We don't have yeah. exact birth times of, mm -hmm. of some of the players to, to kind of really, to really see, but there's... Point, that having that polarity is a, is just a strong enough pool yeah. as, as already, and then especially if his if his moon um, was being Capricorn, which would fall in her first house and be opposite her sun, and adding mm -hmm. another polarity there, um, and then uh, the, his Mars aspecting her North Node, North Node mm -hmm. is the direction of your life. So anytime you, if you're looking in, in terms of long term relationships as well, anything aspecting either of the nodes, what's called the vertex. Um, would be a signifier of something long-term or, or a pool. So basically mm -hmm. his energy and the way he puts himself out there, um, his divine masculine, she's drawn to that. It, it helps her soul direction in this life. Mm -hmm. um, for Kate, she is she's very fiery as well. She has a Capricorn North Node, so she kind of start, as you can see how she starts to fall into everything. Um, with the Gemini Moon that's opposite his Sag Mars, she also has a Mars in Aries, and, and Aries and Sagittarius have amazing chemistry. I'm with an Aries. I'm a Sagittarius, um, so their their Marses are trining each other. Um, Mar Aries falls in in Sagittarius's fifth house of, of true love and romance from his Mars perspective. That's some hot sex. Um, and she's a Virgo <laughs> Venus, Venus, which again pairs well with his Scorpio, um, and and. Um, uh, and Leo as well with her Leo sun aspecting and her Aries Mars his his uh, Mars and Sagittarius completes a grand fire trine so it's just fire energy so that's why they, that's, she's hot for him and he's hot for her and mm -hmm. she's gorgeous and beautiful and she is and does not even remotely look 20 years older than him can no. we just <laughs> say how not like the she's woman doesn't age <laughs> I feel like she's Cause. a vampire if anyone's a vampire of Hollywood she it's definitely Kate. One time. yeah it was Underworld Underworld Yes. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. What about what about Mac Miller? I'm just a little bit curious. Uh, yeah. So I just I kind of want to like yeah. I feel like you really really hit all of that like really well really well. So I feel like when it comes to Ariana, at least with you know, so she's a Cancer Capricorn rising. Pete is a Scorpio. So obviously the water energy is very passionate and intense. Um, but also Mac Miller, he's a Capricorn, and then his moon is in Cancer. So, you know, with that polarity again being drawn to her, I mean, she, I think that energy is, is stronger. That, yeah, that is stronger. Than, than her connection with So Pete. sad. Because like, he's well, not here anymore. Yeah. And with, I mean, it's powerful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And with you know? his ascendant being an Aquarius and her moon being in Libra, yeah. that's air signs, that's like an element. So, yeah. Another strong 
um, pool, and then mm-hmm. the Aquarius would fall in Libra's fifth house of true love and romance. Yeah, yeah. So his ascendant falling there, he had the look of love for her. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, that gave me a little bit more clarity about this hot mess of all these hot couples in Hollywood. Next, we of course are interviewing our very special guest, Lauren White. We really appreciate you being here. We wanted to give you a little bit of a gift. Oh, am I supposed to open yes. it? Yes. So this is from our a sponsor, actually, Love by Luna. And these are two different nail polishes. Kyle, what two nail polishes are they? So we have a new moon nail polish as well as a full moon nail nail polish. So what you basically can do is, you know, use them to manifest different desires. So on a new moon, it's going to be something that you're starting new beginnings. You're, you're, You're launching things tangibly. Yes. And then the full moon one is going to be manifestation. It's bringing, so it gives you more power, more potency. So... And, and they're also crystal infused, so they have very specific energetic qualities to them. And I'm so excited to say you guys can't see this, but they're cruelty-free and vegan right on the front. Yes. yes. And again, guys, Love by Luna, who has been such a big support of Kyle and of this podcast. They have amazing, amazing stuff. You can go online and find the website at lovebyluna.co. And they have all these different products. They have a lot of these amazing articles that Kyle has uh, written for them. And there's a lot of cool stuff going on. So let's get into everything that's going on. Wait, with I have to Lauren. pay attention? I can't look at my... Yes. <laughs> you, you have to pay attention now. So Lauren is a Gemini. And we're going to talk a little bit about her career. Yeah. So... Uh, I mean, give me all the goodies. If right? there's something else I need to know. <laughs> well, there was a big focus on career, you know, in March. And then we had a retrograde that was kind of shaking some things up for you. So you probably were redirecting either some certain projects or publicity or, you know, kind of like your your relation to growth, you know, and, and, and taking these things up to the next level. The big date for the entire year, specifically for you, though, is September 13th. That's going to be a full moon in that sector of your life, and it's going to be very powerful for you. Um, it is going to be a great, it's a great full moon. I'm really looking forward to that period. It's great. We're going to text you on that day. I'm going to put a calendar note. I'm like, how's your day? How's it going? Right. right. Well, Has so, it happened yet? <laughs> well, and the thing with a full moon, it, because it is a culmination, usually things happen around it. So the, the, the exact date is usually the most powerful one, So, but I would expect anywhere from September 11th to probably the 17th. To be really, really potent for you. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably the main thing. Did you want to talk about her income? Oh, yeah. In uh, mid-Cancer season to mid-Leo season, so basically all of July, Mercury's going to retrograde again from Leo back into Cancer. We're just going to highlight your communication sector as well as your earned income. Um, And that earned income, it's going to, with the retrograde there, you're going to be finding more of an emotional and mental balance within that realm, as well as reviewing um, your patterns and things about self-worth, which direct, cor- directly correlates to your earned income. Um, so, cool. so build up your self-worth, love mm-hmm. yourself, uh, treat yourself too, and you'll increase that income, especially um, once Mercury will leave shadow in mid-August. Totally. Awesome. Also, uh, with Jupiter is, is the planet of miracles and good fortune and kind of just like opens doors for you. It's going to be in your seventh house, which is all of your important relationships. So if you are in a significant relationship right now, things can go to the next level and you can grow more, you know, in unison. Also, you have an opportunity to really uh, amplify any of your business relationships. So if you want to get a better manager, 
or agent or publicist. Any of those things can actually happen for you. So what you're going to need to do is you need to go out there and find them. And you're going to have more opportunity to negotiate a higher rate. Someone that's going to really support you very well. Uh, as well as, uh, like I said, this, this can be in relation to the public as well. Uh, and I would say since specifically it has to do with Sagittarius energy, you're dealing with your own personal philosophy and belief system. Um, you want to make sure that your inner ethics and morals are matching your outer um, actions in this area, especially coming come to relationships. Um, and also reviewing how your own, again, your beliefs are structuring the relationships you're attracting into your life. Oh. And how, and conversely, how those then relationships um, are either assisting or hindering in your expansion, both mentally and physically. Oh, also too, one thing that I would kind of talk about is like, so if you're looking to collaborate with anyone, that person is going to bring more opportunity to you. So, you know, you could be writing something together. You could be, it could even be in the sense of like, let's say you have an incredible director of photography that you'd love to work with for a director. You know, forging those those relationships and and really, you know, leaning on them and, and, and seeing the balance with them is going to take you to the next level. Last year, this same kind of energy was happening with me. So I was, you know, not only, you know, exploring the imbalance in my romantic relationships and seeing what I ultimately need, but also I was focusing on, you know, like Chris Salvatore is one of my favorite people and he's an incredible actor. He's awesome. And yeah, and I, and I love him so much. Like, we, I, I hung out with him this weekend. But he, you know, we, we built this incredible collaborative relationship, you know. So, you know, that, you know, was an important growth for me. I've had important business relationships. I got new management, you know, I, all of these kinds of things. And that's happening for you until December 3rd. From now until December 3rd? Yes. And, start, and it started last November, too. So yeah, so you've got a lot of time. Um, and, and it's just, it's only going to... You're going to develop it even more and more as it goes. Has there been like a certain time in the past year where things maybe necessarily didn't go exactly and we don't need to talk about what, but like as you had planned and when was that? So, cause I'm just always interested what was going on a little bit astrologically like for you, you know, at a time when something didn't seem to exactly be working out the way you wanted it to. That's a really good question. I feel like I have 15 different answers for it. Um, 2017 was kind of a rough year. Just not so much for me personally, but like things happening to other people that then affected me. Yeah. Like they died. Where were the eclipses now? 2017? Uh, up until November. That was Leo. Leo, Leo and Aquarius. Yeah. So what does that mean? So for you, that would have been 39. Yeah, 39. Like were any of yeah. these were any of these siblings or your father? Thankfully, or... no. My grandmother passed away. Oh, okay. So there's during that time, like for Gemini per se, or you know, yeah. what what but seemed to have made sense for all of, us, all of the Saturn Saturn was in Sagittarius. No, Saturn was already in Capricorn. Uh, oh, in 2017. I'm thinking of 2018. Yeah, oh so, wow. So yeah, so that's why it was happening. It was so, very okay, rough sorry, for I'm relationships. Sorry, pull from your socks. <laughs> right. Well, no. Okay. So Saturn <laughs> is the planet of like hardship and difficulty, and it forces you to essentially face an obstacle in order to grow. So with it being directly across the sky from you, it meant that you were actually opposed by Saturn. It was bringing hardship into your life in order for you to, to face it, to, to become stronger. Wow. When my mother's a Gemini as well, 
she was physically attacked in 2017 and victimized exactly the day when it opposed her. It was like it now, you know, and it's, and it was traumatic. It was awful. It was so, so, so bad. But now she's, you know, touring and, and, and teaching people about, you know, self-protection and, you know, like really making an incredible impact because if that had never happened, she wouldn't have Anything to pull from. Yeah. Wow. You know, so, but totally, yeah, that's exact, that's what it was. Yeah. That Sorry. makes so much sense. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I know. And hopefully we've opened your eyes a little bit and everyone that is listening. But next we have our very fun segment. And I am the uh, administrator of it this week. So bang, marry, kill. These are all people that are Aries. And here are the three. Lady Gaga. Charlie Hunnam and Seth Rogen. It's a hard one. Who's Charlie Hunnam? How do you not know? He is someone the hottest man in the whole. Yeah, someone show. It's gonna influence my. Yeah, someone. Man. He is. Oh my goodness. Sons of Anarchy. He was originally the Fifty Shades of Grey guy. He was. Oh, yes. <laughs> if you guy. can't tell, Aaron just saw him. I. <laughs> I interviewed him once at a, at a round table and I mean, it was like, his energy is just completely yeah, off the freaking charts. So yeah, Lady Gaga, Charlie Hunnam, Seth Rogen, bang, marry, kill. Who would like to start us off? I'll start. Okay. I, Aries energy is very intimate to me. I'm with an Aries. Um, definitely, wait, it's so, it's so hard. So Seth Rogen has always reminded me of my uncle, who's also an Aries. So I don't necessarily want to go down that rabbit hole. Funny, love the energy, like really resonate with him. But I think maybe kill Seth Rogen. Not that I would kill my uncle, but I don't really want to marry. Him. It's your only option. It's my only yes. option. And the other two are also just such good options. So I think, uh, I think, well, I've said this before. I feel like because Charlie Hunnam is really hot. But if I marry them, but then I have a kid, I would have like, I feel like if you marry someone, you'd have more opportunities to sleep with them. Yes. So it's more of a long, that's more of a long term thing. (laughs) Long term bang. Whereas like, so I think maybe marry him and then like, uh, bang Gaga. So she'd be like your side chick. Yeah. She can peg me. (laughs) And like, you know, she's going to, I know she, I'm with it. I know she'll dominate too. So yes. she'll be fun. She'll be flirt. Like they're fiery. They're fun. Sounds fun. So Kyle. Yeah, I feel kind of pretty similar about that. I mean, Seth Rogen. Me, bye. Um, so we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna kill him. And poor Seth Rogen. I am totally down to have Charlie Hunnam's babies. Yeah. <clears throat> so I expect that to happen every single day. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna make sure that. It's chained to me, and so I'm gonna marry him. And yeah, I'm gonna bang Lady Gaga. Yeah, who wouldn't? Lauren? It's funny, I had the same internal battle (laughs) over this really non-issue issue. issue. Um, Quality problems. Like, I totally would hang out with Seth Rogen, I'm not a weed smoker, but like, if you were, that's probably who you'd want to smoke with. But yeah, it's right here. It's the only... <laughs> I've never been to Aries that doesn't smoke weed. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, we are in LA. Pretty much every True. human, yes. probably animal, smokes weed here. <laughs> My cat gets high for sure. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So I don't want to kill him, but it's the only option. So, yeah. you know, he's third on the list. I'm sorry, Seth, if you're listening. Um, 
yeah, I, I was like, Gaga seems amazing. I have beyond respect for her. I think she's just so talented and seems like a really good human too. Cool mm -hmm. person. Um, but yeah, I mean, Charlie Hunnam. Who wouldn't want to wake up to hit Charlie Hunnam every single day? Yeah, so I think I have to echo the sentiment. Seems to be unanimous well, thus right? far. I, I'm not supposed to give my opinion, I but should. I, I should um, because it's going to be a little bit but different. I'm going to. You know what? I like Seth Rogen a lot, and I would love to wake up to him every morning. Sleeper! Just like rolling a big... He would be good at cuddles. <laughs> you know he'd be good at cuddles. Yeah, he'd be a great cuddler. He would just, like, you know, feed me, you know, roll joints all the time. He's probably a really, He's good, probably really good boyfriend. Yes. Like, that's the kind of man, you know, you want to marry, probably, if you're somebody like me. And then... I mean, literally, I'm probably totally only see you guys together. You'd be just, like, cloud nine all the time. Well, I'd be like, and it's a polarity. Sam, where are you? And you're, you're like, Libra and he's an Aries. Yes. Well, he's married, sadly, very happily. And as much as I love Lady Gaga, because I truly do love her, um, I wouldn't want to be married to her because I just feel like that would be like, you never know what if she's going to kind of wake up and be a certain way. Um, so I would have to say I would kill Lady Gaga, even though it would kill me to kill Lady Gaga. But and then, you know, uh, have Charlie Hunnam be my side piece. Uh, when Seth argue with that. doesn't do it for me. <laughs> so that really covers it for everything we are talking about today. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in. We love doing this show. And thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Where can everyone find you online? And do you have any upcoming projects you want to plug or tell anyone about? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. This was more fun than I even expected. I knew it was going to be fun, but it was super fun. Um, Instagram, Ms. Lauren White, M-S-L-A-U-R-E-N-W-H-I-T-E. Twitter is Ms. underscore Lauren underscore White, because apparently there's a million of us, <laughs> but I'm the only one that matters. I literally know two besides you. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I don't know. And growing up, I was the only Lauren that I'd ever even heard of. <laughs> so then I go to college and people are like, that's such a common name. And I was like, is it? And I found out that apparently it is. It is. So yeah, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Instagram's kind of my, my main one. Absolutely. I have a pilot coming out. Well, it's in development. So I can't say anything about it yet, but I'm excited about it. Be on the lookout. Um, yes. Yeah, Portal. I'm not exactly sure what's happening with that, but I, I know it's it's done. It's just a matter of when it's going to premiere and that kind of thing. Awesome. And thank you for having of me. Of course. And guys, yeah, make sure to follow Lauren because I really do feel like in a year from now or probably less, it's going to be really cool. I have the chills. These are my psychic chills. I do this usually when I talk about television um, at After Buzz TV. And I'm like, this is what's going to happen next week. I'm like, I have the chills. It's going to happen. But I just feel like you are really going to blow up soon. So please, please, please follow her to catch up on that. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find me. I'm Aaron at, on Instagram at astrology underscore coach. And I am Kyle Thomas, and you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Kyle Thomas, M-R-K-Y-L-E-T-H-O-M-A-S. Thank you so much for listening in, and if you have any questions or thoughts or things you just want us to address in, in future episodes, reach out. You can do so at our Astro Kiki Radio on Instagram, or our email address is astrokikiradio at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio, and you can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure to join us next week, and don't forget, we are the only e-news of astrology. Thank you.